You've tuned into the Are You Screening podcast, originally live and an effort to bring you instant reactions to films. We try to stick to that theory and bring you unedited, unfiltered, and largely off-the-cuff opinions of movies, along with interviews, industry news, and hopefully a lot more. Thanks for listening, and let's get right to this week's episode. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Are You Screening podcast. I'm your host, Are You Screening.com's own Mark Eastman. And uh, with me, as always, is technical failure yeah. and co-host extraordinaire Shane Leonard. Hello, just who's butterfingers over doing, here, trying it to jumped. explode his phone. I know. Sorry, uh, uh, on the air. Which yeah. uh, would it? That'd be cool. Hello, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> we haven't had like a real like you know. I all the shows we've done and we do them in your home studio. There's never been like. A fire alarm, like so, yeah, a smoke detector. Right, right. There's never been a dog that suddenly got hurt or kids that came in fighting. Right, right. Like there's just, well, okay, knock on wood. But, yeah, but sure. we've never had any of that stuff. I thought you know? we, I thought we were about to. We were <laughs> looking at your phone like it was <laughs> starting to melt thing, in your right, hand right. or something. It I jumped. Know what's going on? Yeah. Uh, all right, so it's uh, it's after the Oscars, and Yay. even though we, I kind of talked about Mortal Kombat. Um, just mm. like a tiny bit yeah. uh, last time. But uh, so we'll be doing Mortal Kombat. We're uh, also going to uh, talk about Stowaway, which is uh, new yeah. Netflix, um, which uh, as much as it has some big people in it and it's on Netflix and it would be a great time to push any movie that comes mm. out. Yeah. It's kind of like a quiet release yeah. you know, for Netflix. Really? Even like it's just all of a sudden it's out. Okay, yeah. now it's out. But anyway, and also uh, the Mitchells versus the Machines, which comes out tomorrow. Okay. Um, so I will just like talk about that a little bit. That, that, that'll yeah. be like one of the rare occurrences where, uh, you know, the review, my review is already up on uh, Are You Screening? Oh, okay. And yet we're talking about it. Right. <laughs> and, uh, and it's not out yet. But yeah. um, Netflix is really into that one. <laughs> they are really pushing that one. Right. Uh, which, you know, is, uh, it is what it is. And, uh, it's funny because that's a movie that, you know, I hate movies. Uh, that's a weird sentence, right? It's a weird way. I, I hate movies that, yeah. uh, really push, uh, the, who's like producing it. Oh yeah. Right. Like, like when the thing that you're going to talk about a lot yeah. is, uh, you know, it's produced by Brad Pitt, like Phil film. Lord yeah, right. and the, you right. know, the, uh, the team behind, you know, mm. Into the Spider-Verse and Lego Batman movie and all that stuff. Yeah. I'm like, well, okay, then what's got, what's wrong with it? Like something. Because that's a big flag <laughs> like for me some, too. Something's weird, right? That's what you've got to hang on. And uh, and the thing is that it's uh, written and directed by uh, two guys who, you know, nothing against them or anything, but don't have like a hell of a lot of a resume, right? right. They uh, did. <laughs> right. Uh, they did a lot of work really f on like Gravity Falls yeah. and uh, that Disenchanted or di whatever yeah. it is yep. that's like kind of it's a looks kind like of Gravity Falls, mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, that's like very similar animation or whatever. Yeah. But they did uh, a lot of writing and uh, I think even directing and like other, you know, whatever for, for that. But they're kind of like out of the gates. And this is a big production. Like it's got a lot of people in it. Right. And uh, it's like working on Gravity Falls. You got to be in the right circles or who knows, you know, what 
right got them to this point or whatever but uh but there's like big names in the in this movie there's uh you know big voice acting people i mean you know pretty big anyway Right. right um anyway uh, and it's uh, it's a uh, Netflix is uh, really pushing it, and I mean it's good. It's got its problems, but anyway. Yeah. And uh, and then also uh, we're going to hopefully get to. Uh, we got a we got a letter email whatever is actually not an email is like uh, you know through the website, which is the best way really to contact me. Oh right. Um, yeah. To contact us. If you go to the website and go to, you know, contact page and there's like the form. And uh, I say it's the best way just because uh, everything is specially flagged, right? Right. When it comes through there, then it's, you know, it's different than the literally hundreds and hundreds of emails that I get every day. So so it's, you know, if you email me and I go through it and everything. But if you do it that way, it just, you know, draws more attention to it. So. So uh, that is a bigger way. And actually, we got a few, and we got a couple of emails. All right. And, uh, you know, about uh, our going back through the Oscars, right? So we we got uh, something about that. So I hope we will try to leave some time uh, at the end to talk about uh, the question in particular and also other stuff about this whole trip through memory lane with the Oscars (laughs) that we were doing anyway. Yeah. So um, I love it. So, uh, you know, it was a crazy busy week, actually. Um, it was a fast week. You know, Mortal Kombat, watching Stowaway. There's mm-hmm. tons of TV. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's, uh, you know, the new Shadow and Bone is also on Netflix. Like, it's big Netflix is, week, man. Is this any good? Like, it is. is it, it is okay. really cool. Right. And it it's so, it's so weird because uh, I don't want to... Uh, it's funny because I have... Uh, Lots of people around me who are in the you know YA yeah right demographic. Uh, target demographic sure. right yeah but um, but I always am hesitant about talking about any book that's YA I mean that's the section in the bookstore yeah, <laughs> or whatever right. or you know shows or movies that are made off of those because. You know, I'm not trying to alienate anybody just by describing the thing as YA, right? Right. But, uh, you know, that's like when you've got Harry Potter books and you're like, look, man, it's a kid's book. (laughs) And people are like, what? This is the greatest book ever. And, you know, whatever. Who knows? Um, And this is, it's like, you know, it's it's YA-ish. And then it's like, you know, I don't know. It's in the section of the bookstore where, like, we can't figure out if we want to put it in there or is this like regular like right. fantasy, yeah. sci-fi, whatever, or is this, you know, whatever. I don't know. But um, th- but the Shadow of Bone show is really good. Uh, so I never read the books, right? Yeah. And and the show is strange because there's, there's a bunch of the books, right? Yeah. And there's like the initial trilogy. Yeah. And then there's like a separate like duology right um and then after that i think there's then another trilogy but where Hmm. you know we're in the same world but not the same characters right yeah okay um and so the show right is starts with the first book right but also (laughs) 
<laughs> it's got like the first book of that sprinkles the, uh, of that second duology yeah. where we are really actually like kind of bastardizing what happens yeah. so that we can smash it into right. the first one and it, and so it's very odd mm-hmm. right so you've got all the characters from this other one yeah but they're doing stuff that like never actually happens in the books yeah right. <laughs> and and we're we're just folding them into uh, like another side of a story that never happened so that there's other stuff to happen right. and we can see them and so it's you know the whole thing of doing that is good and bad. Like it's good because they're actually really cool. Right. Right. But also, you know, you don't know why we're watching them and then they can't actually have an effect on things too much because then we wouldn't get where the original book goes or whatever. Right. Right. (laughs) So it's, it's a very weird theory of adaptation. Did we, did we years ago see, an attempt at a movie for Shadow and but I feel like I mean sometimes films just don't work like Buffy the Vampire Slayer didn't work as a film and it was right, a killer right, show right. like I, there was a time years ago it was just before the Maze Runner but it was just after Divergent and it was like well maybe it was maybe it was something else in Bone like the Bone Cathedral or something yeah, I mean like I feel I I, as I soon as know. I heard the title I'm like well so. maybe this will work but I guess because you would it would probably chime up to you be like no they haven't tried a movie right, of this yet no. it's just this but I d- okay. I d- so I, d- I don't think so it was like 30 young adult right, you know right. women yeah, orphan all sudden place, in a new right. thing and we just sent one and it's another. uh if you like fantasy it's really interesting okay. it's a strange mix or it's <laughs> at least a you know non-industry standard kind of mix because yeah. you've got you know magic users but also you've got guns and yeah okay and you don't get that a lot right, right? Yeah, and right. uh and yeah, it's, and it's really well done. It's strange because cool. it's like if we had a bigger built-in audience, so that we could have a lot bigger budget, yeah, right, and get bigger names involved or something like that. Like this could be like Game of Thrones. Like, right. it's cool, and it's well, also good. got right. the thing that's really cool about it. And it's probably you know you needed to do this whole weird adaptation thing. Um, because what's really good about it is that there's, there's so much stuff going on and there's like all this, you know, political intrigue and, you know, people have, you know, nothing happens that is what you think it is because everybody's got their own different motivations and all that stuff. So like, it's very game of thronesy in that way. Right. It's Mm -hmm. like, nobody's really doing what they're doing. They're, they're actually doing, you know, whatever. Right. And, but anyway, I mean, it's, it's fun and it's cool. And there's also uh, the Nevers, yep, which is like I think that's like HBO Max so. or something, and uh, and that's like this weird you know steampunky mm-hmm. fantasy uh, craziness, which also is really cool. Yeah, that looks good. Um, and then on it's like AMC, but it's like also uh, BBC America Gangs of London, oh, yeah. which is about know, four or five episodes deep at this point. Yeah. Um, that's a really that that's a really cool show, mm. it, but it's like crazy. There's but a lot it, of it stuff reminds me of uh, like Peaky Blinders, mm-hmm. but like in a more present time, and uh, and just like crazier stuff huh. going, okay. <laughs> going on, and you All know right. whatever. Anyway, 
So that's uh, cool. There, there's, there's a lot, a lot of stuff I, I yeah, was watching this week. Stuff. Yeah, and it was uh, it was it's madness. Funny. It's funny you're like, there's a lot of stuff I was watching, and I hear all this, and I'm like, there's a lot of stuff I got to catch up on. Right, like it's just there's a lot of things. Right. Well, even just looking for Stowaway last night, right, and just seeing a bunch of these looking titles, and I'm like, going, wait, when, I have when did all this stuff? pop up? Yeah, yeah. You know, and then I'm looking, it's like number two in America, number three, number four, and I'm like, man. <laughs> Why are you guys doing this? So, you know? so anyway. All right. So uh, in order to kind of like uh, move through things pretty quickly, uh, the Mitchells versus the machines, I'm just going to say you can go see my uh, whole review, right? I gave it eight and a half. Ooh, wow. And uh, and the thing that I uh, didn't like about it is that it, I, you know, I was desperate to give it more. It's. It's really cool. It's uh, it's it's weirdly fun and almost you know it's very Gravity Falls y. Yeah. In the i in just the idea that like something has to be happening like every ten seconds, like right. there's some joke or yeah. some you know something, and it's all and it's <laughs> it's a weird action. It's like Family Road Trip, but also Robot Apocalypse <laughs> movie, right? right? Okay. Uh, and it's <laughs> you know. Uh, the daughter is going away to film school. Mm-hmm. Dad doesn't, you know, get her right. <laughs> and sure. her goofy movies that right. she makes and puts on YouTube and all this stuff. And, uh, you know, he's, you know, they're drifting apart and everything. And she's mm-hmm. about to fly across the country to the West Coast to go to film school. Uh, Dad suddenly decides that they need to bond. And so we're going right. to drive across country and Great. take you and you can Always spend time idea. with your family before you're yeah. gone. Yeah. And mid <laughs> mid road trip, the robot apocalypse comes and now they're the only people who can save right. the world and all this stuff. This sounds great. It It is. It's, it's wickedly <laughs> fun. And here's uh, my main <laughs> problem with it is that uh, it can't figure out, what gear to stay in yeah. and it jumps around too much. And if it would pick one, it would be better, right? right. Either one. It and doesn't, yeah, you know, like gravity falls is a great show. Okay. Yeah. But you don't want to be watching some normal animated movie. Right. And then every once in a while, gravity falls pops in <laughs> like gravity falls is nuts. Right. 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 <laughs> right. So it's, and this movie, as much as it does, uh, you know, try to balance things. It's still, it just can't pick where it wants to be. And it's almost really oddly, like it's embarrassed of the stuff that it's doing really good. It has a lot of stuff about the whole family thing that, you know, you've seen that movie a thousand times, right? right? But this movie is actually doing stuff a little different and a little, you know, actually deeper and stuff where, you know, when you have like a coming of age movie yep. of whatever kind, right? Where uh, the the ultimate thing is that uh, the kid actually starts to understand the parent. Right. That never happens. Right. That's not even uh, that doesn't happen enough to even have like a subgenre. <laughs> right. That's not right? even a trope for. That's yeah. not a thing. And they <laughs> and they manage to do it in this movie. And then it's like whenever they do something that's like really deep and good, it's like, okay, we have to do something totally silly and ridiculous right. real quick so that we can go, no, don't look at that. We're right. funny. Yeah. <laughs> right. You know? Right. And, uh, and there's a part when you get like towards the end of the movie where I just kind of like rolled my eyes and I was like, come on, man. Like this could have been a 10. Right. And I wanted it to be a right. 10. Right. And it's, 
it's funny and it's got yeah. you know cool stuff that happens and it's a smart kind huh. of funny most okay. of the time too right <laughs> and it's making fun of big tech and it's making fun of you know your your neighbors who are so much cooler and right. have everything together better <laughs> yeah. than you right. while your family is like this collection of doofuses <laughs> and whatever like right and, and so it's got like all this cool humor in it but it does this thing like towards the end which is just the epitome of how it goes wrong right yeah. where we've got this scene where we're trying to have a bunch of emotion and they're actual you know like real consequences that you're you know thinking about and right. it's like there actually is gravity to the situation going on and the next thing you know it's like this weird dance battle thing with the robots where that's gonna bug me where all of a sudden you know it's yeah. like it doesn't matter what happens right like there is right. no theory of failing or things going wrong and all of a sudden it's just rainbows and yeah funny you know singing moves mm -hmm. and stuff and, and i'm like oh man come on that's right. like it's frustrating when you're that's there like for the something. dwarf starts throwing up rainbows in right. the middle of my pixar movie right. or something right. right and it's like ah when i'm there for a film and i'm like just don't lose me Right, you know, right. and then it does. It, and you're like, you so, willfully did that. It's so like, distancing. Right? Yeah, that it's sucks. like I'm like in this now. And yeah. sure, there's stuff that's like goofy, funny because we're showing a lot of YouTube videos but, that are just bonkers. And Dad is sitting there going, "You think you're going to make money at this?" Right. It's like the old like I want to be an artist, you know, kind of mm -hmm. trope of parents. And they're like, "Oh, but you know, right. whatever," and it's. You know, it's mindless, bonkers YouTube videos that get thrown in. So it's right. like silly and goofy and funny. Sure. And a lot of the stuff that happens is, you know, nutty anyway and zany. Yeah. And that's okay, right? right? But then you get to some of these moments where it is. It's it's mm -hmm. It really just like pulls you right out of <laughs> he's, what's going on. He's probably know? looking at his daughter and he's like, see, you're going to school for this. And I'm going to pay like 80 grand for this. <laughs> right, right. Like you better learn welding while you're there. Right. Like something because this ain't going anywhere. <laughs> Yeah. We would never have done that. So, um, but you know, in the end, but still, eight it, and a half is it, that's, it, it is good. It, it did it, so it's, much. It's yeah. really good, and I think um, that's cool. I think unfortunately, <laughs> it's a lot better the younger you are. Right. You know, if you're young enough, and I don't mean like tiny, but if you're young enough, yeah, right. uh, <laughs> then you don't care about sure. all this stuff, and it's right. just funny, and then that's fine. But right. anyway, so uh, <laughs> it is good, and it's a uh, you yeah, know, it's cool. a it's a rewatcher. I'm sure that lots no, of cool. people, lots of people in the right demographic are going to, mm -hmm. you know, watch this over and over again. And that's cool. So, yeah, nice. Uh, so that's a good one. All right. So uh, let's get to Mortal Kombat. Yeah. Right. And uh, see how fast we can do Man, this, whatever this we're going to do. This film cracks me up. Um, yeah. So I'll tell you what. Here's my uh, bit we're, of, you know, throwing you under the bus here. Yeah. Because, because I want, I want you to go first. <laughs> that's for fine. Mortal Kombat. I'm just, when I'm, I'm cracked up that like. I'm old enough to have played this when it. I mean, we briefly said this last time when it when it started showing up in Seven Elevens and Quick Stops or wherever you were. It didn't have to be an arcade, and arcades still existed when Mortal Kombat right. first came out. Like this just I took mean, over. It, it, it's it was, weird because like I literally I don't know where you were in playing video games and stuff, but yeah. I literally was like one of the first people who ever played this. I mean, me too. I mean, there were you would be hard pressed to prove your credentials well, of having played it before i did no and because i'm not yeah 
you know, maybe within the same. No, no, no. Week and I'm not going to. There's no like that. Yeah, right? no, but there's no. When, right when this first came mm-hmm. out. The, the funny story about this, this shows how old I am. There were other fighting games, Street Fighter, Street Fighter 2 had become really popular. And um, there had been, because it was so popular, there had been arcade tournaments. And I played in a bunch of them and I didn't win them all. But the last one that I won, the guy, it, this is old weird stuff this if this happened today this would be creepy the guy called me because i had a i had a registration form he called like me and two friends and said because we brought a bunch of people in for the tournament and he said we just got a new game we've been hearing about it you got to come try it out it's it's amazing so before he opened that day we knew the game was coming now i don't uh, nobody advanced played or anything but i and i didn't go in that day i went in maybe that night but when I went in and everyone was crowded around it, and he's like, where you been? I've been telling you. And you just, you watch it for a second, and you're like, the jittery, weird graphics that had been (laughs) kind of done on other games. You know, there were dinosaur fighting games and things, and you're just like, what the? And then the moment someone showed blood and fatalities, and you're like, whoa. And then you ran to get your quarters. Because, I mean, I didn't come in with quarters. I, you know, I want my pants bagging, dragging down. I always had bills. And then you just, you waited in line like, come on, come on. You know, and the first time someone rips your face off and you're like, you, you suck. And then you had like a mortal enemy. So that was, I mean, all of that is decades ago. Right. And what cracks me up about this man that I'm just giggling about has very little to do with the movie is that we're here in 2021. Right. right? It's like like, if there was a Pong movie. Right. Or if they just decided to bring back Leguizamo in another Mario brother film. And I'm like, really? Like Mario's back again? So, okay. I, I started watching this and it, it worried me because I thought it felt like it was going to, front load a lot of story when really what you want to see is a lot of violence right and the story is still okay but i was i thought okay don't just just don't get pretentious don't be that kind of film because they've never gotten a mortal Kombat film right in my mind and i i i had a blast with this i i had so much fun watching it I'll say that the first half of the film is way better for me than the second half of the film. And the majority of the reason for that is Kano. Kano is just, he's funny. He's this weird, impish, Wolverine puck character who is constantly like trying to fight everybody, not always winning, but seems to have the funniest like ad-libbed lines everywhere. Right. And I... It, watching this film, I found myself, I was laughing out loud a couple times. Like, I just didn't believe he said something. There's a moment where he meets Liu Kang and he puts his hand on his shoulder and he just looks down and he goes, the fuck? Like, and it's just this funny, quick throwaway line, but it's the way he said it. And I'm like, oh my God, I'm on this film. Okay. So then it just gets bogged down by its Mortal Kombat teeness and it becomes pretty predictable. Not really confusing, but more disengaging than anything so as high as i was and again i thought a six for a mortal Kombat movie is like a nine for any film i'm at five i i gave this a five because of the fun that i had and watching this film not immediately on the heels but pretty close to the heels of godzilla versus kong and i just thought i'll do this all day like there's just so (laughs) much that's going on if the choice is between those two and it's so strange if if i had to and i could easily do it i think i could compare those both even though 
franchise versus franchise. It's just you had a really weird film that people aren't always into, and one of them works much better in the front half than the other, and it's because there's not a lot of pretension. And it, it you know, before before I kick it over to you, I'll just say I think that they did figure out a big secret to making a good Mortal Kombat movie, and that's that it can't be less than PG-13. It's got to be R. Right. You need an R, an NC-17, or even an X-rated Mortal Kombat movie, which sounds like you'd get it on a different website. Right. But uh, NC-17 Mortal Kombat would be a lot like Hugh Jackman's last Wolverine film, Logan. It would just be violently violent. Like, if a movie ever designed itself to be that violent, it would be Mortal Kombat. Dude, I was stunned at how many people died. Like, you've got, you've got, right? I definitely told, a I series told you, yeah. I told you last week, I, <laughs> I, I was you. like, we've got, we've got like this guy signed up for five movies. And right. I'm like, but who's in it? Right. But where, and, and they hint, you know, uh, the protagonist at the end hints, he's like, you know, this isn't the final battle. I can bring people. And I'm like, oh, you're just going to keep resurrecting people. R- right. Sure. Okay. That's the game. You put a quarter in and people keep coming back. Right. But, I just, I started watching it and I knew you'd said that. And I'm like, they, they killed you. Dude, you, you're dead. Like, that's not right. They killed you too. Like, what are they doing? But then it it wasn't like you kill the cash cow in the first film and realize, I don't know how we're going to do that. It's basically everybody's going to die. Right. Like, and and that was part of the fun. And, and it, it was, I inter- just, it was I interesting had a blast, too because man. there were people, like I was saying last week. Yeah. I am not familiar enough with Me, Mortal oh, Kombat man, so many anymore. Right. Right. So like if I went and loaded up like the latest game oh, or, there'd be or whatever 80 characters. And it'd be like, pick your character, and I'd be like, damn, who I'm the going hell with are rage, these? right? <laughs> yeah. So right. so when you're watching the movie, there are some yeah. people where I'm like going, Oh, that's like a person so that we can kill them. And I'm like, but I don't know. Is that a person? Maybe right, it's on. not. And then they get killed. And yeah. I'm like, oh, okay, so that's a person that that, was. so, that, so yeah. that they could die. And then a bunch of other people die. Yeah. And, I, and I go, oh, wait. Nobody, <laughs> I don't know yeah, what's going there's on. There's no discern. I'm with you. There's no discernible red shirt. And the, the screen that used to be 10, you know, is now 80. And I recognized many of them, but I didn't get them all. The story could use a, a bunch of work, you know, it, but again, how much am I going to expect? Scorsese is not going to take a pass at this. Right. You know, it's just, it is what it is. And if you embrace that and you go in and you're like, look, I'm, I'm kind of just here for the fatalities. There's a bit of fan service that didn't bug me, but it was weird because it didn't initially catch me on the right foot. It didn't put me off either, but I was just like, man, you guys are doing 12 minutes of front story about something that you don't need to do. Right. But it started working. And I, and I, and I legitimately do think that so much of the, the brevity and the light, it's not lighthearted. It's just, I was having fun just watching Kano do stuff, you know, and he's not scene stealing. He's just good enough. It it is like, um, surprisingly comic at some times right right? and other times he's totally you know you know that there's going to be like some comedy Mm -hmm. here you know whatever but it is surprisingly comic at certain moments right where you're (laughs) like wait what and i think that okay so well before we just like start going on the movies all right so you're five i'm five um i was like really solidly four and I was yeah. surprised to be that high. Yeah, uh, I, yeah. A, a lot, right? I, I'm like you. I thought 
even though we have like somewhat different theories, right? Um, I mean, I I feel like there there could be a Mortal Kombat movie that I would give a ten, right? Like there there is such sure. a theory for that, right? Yeah. Where other people who are movie critics would go, um, would be like more hard line, like what you were saying. Like, right. look, man, I don't care what you do, right? <laughs> or what movie gets made, or who made right. makes it. This is like. Six is yeah. like the upper tier, right? right? Um, but, and I'm totally with you on the uh, first and half thing, right? Like yeah. if the first, and I would say maybe it's, it's only, not, it's, yeah. uh, it's not like a crazy long movie. No, it is, maybe anyway, 40, right? maybe the first 40. I would say, yeah, probably like the first 30 to 40 minutes or yeah. something like that. I was probably at like eight. Yeah, me too. That's about I was where like I was. going, what in the hell is happening here? Yeah, right. Because, yep. <laughs> and uh, and especially, I would say, um, I would say the first ten minutes. But if uh, you know, they had this thing where you could before it came out, you could watch the first yeah, seven minutes, right? Where it's that <laughs> whole first scene. Yep. If that scene was actually probably half as long, I would like it better. Me too. Right. Me too. Um, that wasn't. You know, it wasn't a terrible scene, but I'm like going, look, man, it's Mortal Kombat, and I get it. Mm-hmm. Like, you don't have to, this is not like you're gearing me up for Hamlet right. to right. happen later, right? right? Um, and, and, and a lot of it, it was too long in ways that I think are dumb, right? Yeah. It was too long because we need the guy to twirl his mustache at us a little longer. <laughs> right. And I'm like, dude, I really don't, right. actually. Yeah, <laughs> I, I know you got the mustache. I'm, right. Let's I'm, fight. I'm good. Yeah. Um, yeah. But it was interesting to see that scene where, uh, you know, you're, go- you're going through that scene. You're like, okay, I'm watching Mortal Kombat. And then blood starts flying. Yeah. Like blood right. is like... If, right. literally yeah. like flying around yeah. and I'm like, Oh, well we're being very mortal combat now. Are right. we? Very, okay. Yeah. Um, but for like the first 40 minutes, I thought it was great. Mm-hmm. I was like, so in and, uh, and ultimately it, it was kind of weird because you get to a certain point in the later parts of the movie. And I, for me, it just really crashes. Yeah. I mean, it, it goes along for a while and then I really feel like it just didn't know what to do. Yeah. I feel like they had a pitch of the first half of the movie, <laughs> yeah. got someone to sign on for it, and mm-hmm. then went, and now it's got to end. Yeah. And then you've got uh, you know, things where, well, I'm stuck with big Warhammer dude. Right. Well, all right, give me like uh, half a day, and we'll kill him off. Right. Well, and, yeah, right. and then whatever. Right. I mean, it's so it's very, it's very weird, but it all kind of really falls apart in a weird way. Um, and one of the things for me actually is Kano, right? Yeah. Because, uh, you know, Kano's an ass, right? Yeah. I mean, he's just, uh, not only is he an ass, but he's happy about it, right? right. He's like really, really happy about the fact that he's a donkey, right. Right? right? And, uh, and, uh, really literally everyone in the movie can kick his ass. <laughs> right. Without hardly trying. Right. And yet he's like, aha, I'm Mr. Badass, <laughs> right. I'm whatever. Guy. Yeah. And and as much as this might not be where the movie is trying to go or whatever, when we get to the end with Kano, yeah. I'm like, nope, that right. is not That's the not person the that you gave me. Right. Right. <laughs> and I'm like, come on. Right. And how hard would it to be if right. that's where if that's where you want him to end up at the end of the movie? You know that is not like right. rewriting Shakespeare to make that happen, yeah. right? You yeah. just make him that guy, and yeah. then he'll be that guy. But right. that's not the guy you gave me. 
But anyway, in a lot of ways like that. And then I'm thinking, Mortal Kombat is making me think things like that. Yeah. So, so I it's don't know. Working on how, how bad is it? <laughs> either, either how good has this started to be or how bad did I want it right, all right, along right. and didn't know? Like there, I had the same thought. John Wick changed a lot of stuff. Okay. This is a relatively right. recent film that just did an incredible... It feels now that now that I've been watching movies for a long time, it, you know, every once in a while we go through these phases. The last big phase like this I remember was when John Woo was big in the nineties, you know, and everything right. had and like then everything these, had to everything had slow motion trip ballet, yeah, yeah. butterfly kind of slow motion. Birds are always flying in your shot. <laughs> you know, John Wick has changed a lot of stuff because it's a ballet of violence. It's got a very easy, understandable story. The best part about John Wick is the violence is fantastic, but it's also just these little things like the hotel and the coins and the cleaners. Like Mortal Kombat could be like when you said this, I'm like, I can imagine a Mortal Kombat movie that's nine or ten very easily. You just have to stop being so beholden to the tournament video game. Right. If you just think a little bit more about what would be going on outside of if you just expand this. the world a bit. Because dude, right? we're proof. The audience will show up. The the kids that played it who are now the adults or people that just want to watch cartoon violence, they'll come or just people who get are a just good starting story. to play it yeah. because they keep coming out with games. If this <laughs> had the intricacy and the levels of John Wick world building, I'd be like, dude. Right. I might write to the producers and be like, you've got two more movies in you somewhere. Bring them fast. Right. Because it's there, but you're right. And if it would have just done anything with the stuff that it tells us too, right? Yeah. Like this whole, like, it's a, there's Outworld, there's a tournament. Oh, yeah, right. And this is like writing a script, right, mm -hmm. from the viewpoint of... Uh, all I have to do is say there's Outworld, mm -hmm. and it doesn't. No one cares. It doesn't right. matter. Right. I'm like, well, but what movie do you want to make? Really? Right. right. Do you want? Right. Do you want to make? And it's like you've got Raiden, right? Who's God, yeah. right? And how does he make sense in anything that happens in this? Yeah. Maybe you know because you've played every single game, uh, and there are like bits yeah, of story right. that go yeah. along with it and so maybe something <laughs> makes sense yeah but if you just watch this movie he doesn't make any sense at all it's good it's good that cole young which is a real fine direct-to-video hero's name cole young is just right. a great <laughs> blood sport kind of guy it's good that he was the avatar for our audience coming in but once again they don't know how to do Raiden in any movie. Right. I mean, I railed on Lambert last time. Christopher Lambert sucks. Okay. He might have been good in Greystoke, but whatever. Everything else blows. He was never good as Raiden. This guy isn't bad, but they just don't know what to do with Raiden. He he's right. the they, ghost they, in the machine. They, they don't know what the character we need a shield. Right. We need a shield. So happens. Raiden appears. Right. And I'm like, why didn't Raiden just lay everybody out? Like, why don't we right. just try the next tournament? You right. know? The weird eye thing didn't work for me. It's just all these weird nitpicky things. And Raiden isn't even my favorite. I don't even know who my favorite is in the game. But it was never just Raiden. So I'm not like, there's no weird grudge from my quarters being lost. But they got to figure out Raiden. He well, seems to even, be a linchpin, but they never but get him even right. even within the movie, he just seems to be whoever we need at the time. At the, and right. none of it makes any sense because we didn't build any world. Right. So we can do whatever we want with them. And like mm -hmm. when it gets really close to the end of the movie, right? He just goes, ugh, get out of here. Right. And I'm like, wait, you can do that. Yeah. Why didn't you do Why that? Why didn't you do before? that? Before? <laughs> what are you talking so, about? Yeah. So it's just, but it's just weird. 
but that is all part of like the second half of the yeah. movie. Yeah. Just really like drops off a cliff. Yeah. And there's a lot of it too, where I feel like um, the biggest, baddest battle. Yeah. Right. Was the first thing that they filmed. Yep. And all the rest of it like came from, you know, all the rest of the earlier parts and like dealing with the characters all came from like uh, trying to, you know, tweak things a little bit here yeah. and there and go, well, I mean, try it this way or do things mm-hmm. this, that way or something like that. Yeah. But we had that final battle right. <laughs> and right. we had all these rules that we set down and yeah. we had what Raiden does here and does there mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And we were like stuck with it yeah. and we weren't filming it again. I right. mean, or whatever. Right. I don't know. But, but it really drops off a cliff and it was so weirdly good at the beginning that I was watching it going, I can't believe this. I'm like, if, if this movie actually, <laughs> yeah, like sticks with this, like I'm screwed. You're what around next year. Gonna, you're going to be I'm like be, number 10 is uh, Mortal Kombat. This I know. Was, I'm going to be know, going, right. what? Yeah. Anyway, it was a fun surprise, but it was also not surprising that it couldn't keep itself going. Right. You know, but I had fun, but still I would not like if somebody fun. said, well, Mortal Kombat, I wouldn't laugh at them. Right. Like I think I should Used to. or yeah. like I or predict, yeah, you know, right. whatever. Yeah. I'd be like, I don't know, man. If, yeah. It's like now all of a sudden Mortal Kombat is like, I don't know if you think there's a chance you'll like it, You're probably you might gonna have like a it. really good time, yeah. right? And not like I'm going to make fun of you because you liked it later. I don't even I don't <laughs> even know when I watched the the quick teaser for it too. I don't even know what I thought I was going to get from it except but it kind just what I didn't look as bad as you right. thought it ought right. to look. And I kind of thought, like, is this like just the greatest trailer ever where we trick you? This <laughs> makes me think of old films. Like I, I've, I was just talking about the last Starfighter the other day, and I'm a little. I mean, someday I'm going to watch that again, and I'm like, I don't know if that can stand up because those graphics are very mid '80s, like early right, '80s. Right. But what if they remake The Last Starfighter again? And I'm like, then it might suck because it's not just the graphics. It was the cast. The cast is great. But I'm watching the Mortal Kombat trailer and I'm like, maybe they just had to wait till they could get Velociraptors to walk believably. Like maybe now's the time. It's a great looking movie. Yeah, 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 it's great it's, looking, movie, and it's so. and it's fun, and you know, stupid popcorn movie just where I don't fun. want anything that has right. to be great. I right. just want something. But also, you know, as much as it surprises me, really, to say, but there's nothing about this movie. It's not bad because it's calling you stupid, right? Or because it's going, you know, ha ha, you're dumb enough to like this movie <laughs> right. or whatever. Yeah, it's it's bad because it does a lot of things wrong, right. and it doesn't care. And that it does it not care that it does that it right. does the wrong. It just yep. goes whatever. I'm going to kill this person, and this is this. Right. And you know, the weirdest thing for me in this movie, yeah, the the absolute weirdest thing is that all of the times in the movie where the people give the stupid lines, yeah. you know, like they go, get like, over here. And, yeah, yeah. Or like, right. like flawless Finish victory him, right, or whatever. Yeah. Like all of the times when they did that, I was like, eh, yeah, I'll let you have it. Yeah. Cause I'm <laughs> because waiting they, they for weren't that. that yeah. terrible, I'm, right? And I'm waiting for them too, though. I like, Part of me is like, all right, let's see someone's spine get ripped out. Say, finish him. Right, Somebody's right. going to be behind you going, finish him. Right. Ah, do it. Right. That's why I'm here. I would have liked. I would have liked for them to have like a, a decent finish him, like yeah, from right. somebody, Just somebody watching, else, right? right? From somebody off right. to the side. That would have been uh, kind of cool. All right, we should write the next one. Uh, yeah, probably. Okay. Uh, <laughs> all right. So stowaway. Stowaway. 
Okay. Uh, and, and this movie is a, a really odd, if you ask me, um, a really odd uh, collection of uh, talented people doing good movies. Yeah. Who, uh, I don't know, had like a plus one in their contract or something. <laughs> like, where, <laughs> like where it was, you know, uh, filmed to be determined later that yeah. now you have to do or something. And mainly I say that because... Uh, this movie is like a weird, this is almost like in the same camp as like the matrix, right? Where, Mm -hmm. where the movie comes from, I mean, you know, movies come from ideas for uh, goofy things come from wherever, but you know, like the matrix comes from like some, you took philosophy one Oh one and someone said, you know, prove you're not a brain in a vat. And then someone went and then the Wachowski, (laughs) someone goes, am I the Wachowski's went, (laughs) I could do something with that. Right. Yeah. Um, and th- and this one is just like you know you're in some like moral dilemma class where mm-hmm. it's uh, we're just uh, asking weird questions like uh, you know the trolley car yeah and what do you do or something and and this is um, you're you're on a spaceship on a on a specific mission and uh, all of a sudden there's another person. Yeah. Which is the most bonkers thing to try to imagine. Like, how does you're on a spaceship? I mean, a spaceship like not we're not super sci-fi, right? We're right. like uh, as though you were going to the International Space Station, except that you're going to Mars because there's a colony on Mars. But it's you know it's not that far in the future where right. you're like you know it's not like Star Trek like whatever, right? Um, but you're on like. Uh, a rocket like not super far in the future where you know people can't just show up you can't hide you, you <laughs> right. can't There's hide no teleporters and yeah. like in the Lido <laughs> deck or whatever yeah. and you know somebody's like forgot to get off you know the holodeck or <laughs> right. something right. right but uh so it's like it, it's insane that another person shows up right it's like a completely bonkers thing um, and now you only have so much air yeah. like to make it because the thing breaks. Uh, sure. I mean, com- luckily the thing breaks because otherwise we might have enough air. Right. Um, because if we just had the story that one more person, you don't have enough air, yeah. then immediately people would go, wait, what the hell what, kind yeah. of planting do you right. have? Right. right. <laughs> like who, who cleans up after so, you guys go to work. Right. You know? Like, so the thing yeah. breaks, uh, because of what happens where, uh, this guy shows up. Um, there's not going to be enough air. Right. So now it's like, okay, what do you do? Look, yeah. we're all going to die. Right. <laughs> there's not going to be enough air. And uh, so so we're like, look, we got to kill him. Right. Uh, and then hilarity ensues. Right. right. Uh, but you've got Tony Collette. Um, I don't even remember who all is in this Anna movie. Kendrick. Uh, Daniel Anna Day Kendrick. Kim and Shamir Anderson. Right. From- but all... But all um, you know, you know these people. Like, yeah, it's you Tony recognize Collette, them, right? right. And uh, right. Anna Kendrick, and they're and and actually, they're they're not doing bad. I thought Tony Collette was was actually really good. I thought at times she was not fantastic, right? But I thought she was really good in a lot of this movie. And I was going, man, you know, if only you could be doing that. <laughs> Movie that I gave a crap about. Right. Anyway, right. Uh, so, so that's a hint. So yeah, throwing out lots of hints. Right. Um, I gave this movie a three um, because yeah. Uh, after after we got to where um, 
we're stable that this guy's there, yeah. right? So he, you know, he shows <laughs> he shows up because he had like some sort of accident while doing whatever engineering, something. maintenance, whatever the hell's going on pre-launch or yeah. something, and you know, like got knocked unconscious, right? And now he's in there, and uh, then it, he just turns up. But once we get to the point where we're very like stable in the fact that he's there, mm-hmm. right? It, you know, when he first shows up, it's like, whoa, what the hell? And we're running around and trying to figure out what all problems there are. But once we get to the part where we're pretty stable that he's there, I can hardly watch anything else that happened. Yeah. You know, literally everything that's going to happen for the entire rest of the movie. Mm-hmm. It was just utterly boring and it was just a bunch of people it was just like somebody has to be the guy who goes no just kill him right now somebody has to be the person who goes no we have to find all our options and somebody it was so like just wrote lazy writing Mm -hmm. based on uh you know we had a class we asked this question Right. People raised their hand. Right. Whatever they said, we, we wrote, wrote down, down on the board. On the board, we're like, okay, now where's the story? Right, right. No, I know it's got that. And feel. it was just so. It just felt so lazy and boring. And uh, and I feel like I would have been uh, a lot more interested in this movie mm-hmm. if uh, you know um, who is it? Kim yeah, is Kim the so he's <laughs> so he has this uh, possible out where he's got this algae experiment that he's going to do which can possibly like scrub the co2 to a certain degree because Mm -hmm. it's a small space yada 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 like if if this movie like once uh there's a bunch of algae and some of it like dies right and he's like oh i don't know if it's enough now right if he just walks up and like pops a cap in him i'd be like <laughs> now now i'm invested in this right, movie like right. now now something that's not just exactly what i knew was going to happen every second of watching this right. and it felt like at that point the movie just stopped caring if i watched it anyway mm-hmm. it was just like i don't know this is what happens yeah. and it was just it was so boring it was kind of fun to watch uh, the people doing stuff in certain moments. Yeah. Anna Kendrick was kind of cool in certain moments. And then in other moments, I was like rolling my eyes because I'm like, oh, hooray, that right. had to happen. Right. I'm like, you know, there's stuff she that happens to her towards the end. And I'm like, you know what? Fine. You're, you know, your little bullet point outline of the movie said mm-hmm. this had, had to happen. Right. I'm like, make it happen cool. Like, do something. <laughs> Do it right. Like have something yeah. cool happen, right. and Do then it. that's yeah. not like, oops. <laughs> yeah. Like, what? Come on. I don't know. I was, I was just thoroughly bored after that point, and I wasn't that invested in the first place. Yeah. <laughs> so it was. It just was like, uh, I don't know. I've he- I've heard enough people ask what would you do if questions <laughs> or whatever that right. I just was like fine whatever a a lot of those sci-fi stories stem from one i remember reading it just when i heard that this was the story that most of these things are based off of and it's funny i remember it's uh, a guy a writer named tom godwin and it's weird to think it's not godwin's law for the internet but tom godwin in the 50s wrote a story called the cold equations right and it's the genesis of all it's the genesis of um damon's the martian 
of The Midnight Sky, all of these films where instead of like rampant James Cameron aliens coming at you, but you have like hard things to do because someone's got to go. Like right, it right. comes, it all stems from this story. Um, yeah, this sucks. Uh, it it has promise. Okay, there's a there's a version of Stowaway that um, it doesn't have to remind me so much of the Pratt. Uh, Jennifer, what was that? Voyagers, pa- passengers. passengers. Thank you. I always want to call that which Voyagers, I but thought that's was not great it. It was and so would watch great. a thousand times before. And I that thing, this. that's yeah. a slow, sl- not even sort of simmering. That's just a slow boiling long movie. And this is a slow, not very boiling long movie because of one fundamental problem. Uh, oh, uh, I I want to give this lower, but I'm also hesitant to think that 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 would qualify it for my list at the end of the year, I still didn't like it much. So I gave it a three too. Yeah. I gave it a three as well. And I think I struggled to give it a three. I felt like I was pretty much I, at two, two I, and a half. I did too. But I felt like, look, you're right. There's some stuff in here that works very well. Yeah. And there's some performances that are earnest. This isn't, you know, I don't have the same umbrage towards Anna Kendrick specifically that seems to be getting every once in a while for her but thankfully as long as Anne Hathaway is on the planet Anna Kendrick gets a pass people hate Anne Hathaway right. for just weird reasons um Anna Kendrick sometimes looks like maybe she's trying too hard but I I believe her I think this is who she right. is and I think she's talented it, I, it's not that I constantly see her as pitch perfect age so how could she be a doctor that's not it I just looked at this like somebody set up a three camera shot and filmed somebody's improv class where the the, the teacher was right. like, okay, now you hear a noise. Now go look. Somebody's here. Right. right. React. You stay in character. You know, and I just thought Daniel Day Kim is the one that did the best job consistently all the way through for me. And Anna Kendrick was second. And what's funny is the relationship that they seem to have was done incredibly effectively for me in a very brisk way just by them sitting and having like breakfast right right you know the whole yale cup is like this thing where you're watching them all play off each other and one of the things that people may or may not i mean i overthink things anyway but one of the things that people may not recognize is for a space you know flight like this in real world situations you don't just pick like we need a doctor we need a scientist like they go through psychological stuff because you want people to mesh right like that's the problem with the film. They clearly are psychologically optimized to be the three people on a very long journey who have to do a fair amount of work. Instead of the movie's choice to focus on the carbon emitter, they should have focused on the human dilemma. If it had been less science and more humanity, this might have been an incredible vehicle, no pun intended. But by taking all the humanity out of it and focusing on all these weird missions we have to do, it kind of neutered whatever it thought it had. And and I would argue in that 45-second scene that encapsulates what I thought the rest of the film was going to be, it totally just destroys that. Right. And what happens when you bring a fourth person into a triumvirate of people that are balanced both personally, professionally, and psychologically, now you start getting people who are like, well, maybe... Maybe this person stays and you go. Right. Because you're not even trying to protect me the way I'm protecting you. Right. So now I've like there's so many, there's so many, I don't want to say betrayals, but there are so many 
reconsidered alliances in just something like that. But fundamentally, you still, one of us has got to go. And that's where all the drama and the tension that this film does not have. I didn't care at all about the boxes that were checked off. So, uh, you know, scientific experiment gone wrong. We're trapped. We're propelling. Okay, okay. We got to do a spacewalk. All right. right. We're going to have some danger, of course. Right. Somebody's going to have to make a hard choice. Yep. You know, but there was no... There was no facility or, you know, no pun intended here, there was no gravity there for them to make those choices, except they just kept watching the dominoes fall and go, well, maybe they'll fall in a different way. We got to wait. And I'm like, the hell you do. Right. You, you all from, but even from the fundamental first step where the film really wants to portray itself as this very smart introspection of the situation. And I'm like, the moment we meet Michael, who's the stowaway, and he's jarred because he's like, I got to get back to my sister. You know, and you understand he's taking care of her on some level. She has some special needs. Right. And I'm like, that dude's missing for four hours after his shift is done. And they look for him everywhere. Like, this right. doesn't happen. So the premises of it is forced. The delivery is in the wrong direction. Everything that happens going forward seems awkward. And outside of that one first initial moment... I didn't think Tony Collette, though she's she's fine. She's not the captain of anything. No. She's she's third or fifth in line and the captain left. The second in command died. The third guy quit. Right, right. Like she doesn't show any and it's not that she has to be a stereotypical captain of a space flight, but she's not she's not captain of anything. No, you could have convinced me that seems, Daniel Day Kim was the captain. Uh, she's she, just kind of there. She seems like, and, and I'll, I'll give the movie a break on this, um, because she does, like, she definitely doesn't seem like she's exactly the captain. But what she does seem like is she's the captain of a thing where it doesn't actually require a captain. Right. right? Like, That's ev- true. Everything they she normally might be, do is just routine she's the anyway, ranking officer right? but she's not the captain of right nothing. right so i she's, yeah i was getting to that like too. she's, I, she's I like that. kind of in charge by default or mm-hmm. whatever but yeah she's like she's the leader but she doesn't she shouldn't have anything to lead it shouldn't right. matter it right. should all just be routine and everything mm-hmm. but there is um there's also a lot of stuff and the movie makes you think too much and allows you to think too much anyway right um, because like, like you were saying the stowaway, right. He's like now here for two years. Right. Mm-hmm. And there is nothing about this movie, no matter how much they go here, film this scene. And now we're good. Like, you know, this dude is now stuck here for two years and he's like, my sister, my sister. And they're like, okay, well, we're going to take care of your sister. And then like, you know, an hour later, he's like, all right, I'm fine. Let's go. Right. I'm, yeah. I, no. I'm, I'm on, tell me, tell me where I can help out. Yeah. I'm like, what? Right. Like, we don't see this guy freaking out for like a week. <laughs> you know where I mean, you can this help. Guy, <laughs> it, it, if that was me, I'd be strapped down for like a week. Right. Would, right. <laughs> I'd be like, right. I'll open this window and get out of here. Like, <laughs> right. That's the door. Like, go. what? No yeah. way. And he's just like, yeah, all right, man. Two years. Here he's, we go. He's the, the scene with him and Anna Kendrick, when Daniel Day Kim and Anna Kendrick have a, an argument. I mean, it isn't even really a fight because it's not that no one wants to raise their voice. It's just that he should be absolutely just burning with fury. Like if you get an Olympic athlete three days before the Olympics and you tell him, you can't compete, your shoe's not tied the right way. And you expect that guy to be like, well, well, there's next year. I I put a lot of time in, but I guess that's how 
No. Daniel Day Kim has this incredible like response to her saying, you don't even care about the situation, where he's like, I don't care. Three years of my life is gone. The next two years of my life are on hold. I'm doing these things. We're all going to die. What are you doing? Right. And I'm like, that's the best focal point for the emotional pivot this film needs, and you guys are at four. See, and I you feel need like, to be at seven. I like, feel like Kim's character, right, is just Spock enough, yeah, right? right? That he'd just go, nope, boom, you're dead. Well, that's why I love I love the choices <laughs> like, that they I all, have. I right. have run the calculations. That's the math right. looks right. I'm here because I'm a scientist. And you're done, right? <laughs> you're an inventor. <laughs> boom. Right. right. I mean, like, I'll give you the choice. You can put this in your neck or you can walk out that door. Right. Just you choose. Uh, all right. So anyway, it's and, just, and you I know, mean, it's also got a lot so of, stupid. like I said, it's got uh, too much letting you think because mm -hmm. uh, if we didn't have time to think, mm -hmm. right? Then all the other things, like, you know, the whole premise of it is just really weird. Like, that thing breaks, right? Mm -hmm. And I'm like, how did you get these three people on the ship without showing them that you've got five backups of that? Right. That's the air thing, that's man. Important. <laughs> that's important. You might want to like, know where that is. Yeah. That's not like subsection oh. four of some lights won't go on. Right. That's right. the air. Yeah, I know. <laughs> That's kind of crucial. Why yeah. don't we have one whole pod connected to this that's got nothing that's but those things just the in air, it? Right? The, I'm not going to give away the end end, but in the end, when one of the characters is doing the thing that they're doing and you see the other character, uh, one of the other characters looking at them through the space porthole, right. boy, that's, I was just like, I'm only 40 seconds from the end, but I was so close to just being like, you dummies. Right. Like, it can't be who's looking through the porthole. That has to be Michael. That has to be Michael. That can't be anybody else. Because the gravity, again, the gravity, the pun of it, but the whole like weight of that situation is, I'm doing this because of this asshole, and you need to look at me as I'm doing this for you. Like, I just, it was so stupid and wrongly written, and honestly, not in the way that you will bring up sometimes and i agree with you like the film wasn't calling me dumb it wasn't but it was pretentious because it right. believed it was like elevating this discussion to something and i'm like look you're not gravity you're not the martian right you're not you're not the midnight sky you're not any of these things you're a theater experiment that was okay for thursday right but i'm right. done with it right like so it, it, it all right bad. uh now we're like totally out of time so, anyway oh yeah wait we got emails so. uh yeah so uh we only have a few minutes okay. and we we might go like a couple uh okay. minutes over because um you know i will i will give a little bit to this so we had uh some responses to the fact that we talked about old movies okay and i have to first jump out and say that wow, as i was as i was writing all the movies down there's right? a lot of notes well that's oh, just wait, all that's the, the winners the yeah yeah oh, okay uh, as I was writing this, these down, I was going back and forth because I would start to look at other movies. So I was going back and forth between the year of the Oscars and yep. the year of the movies, right? right? And right. so I think that at some times that I, you know, we read off the list last week and mm -hmm. I was, you know, mentioning these things. I think I was given the wrong years sometimes. Uh, oh, okay. I'd say like this year's Oscars, but it wasn't that year's Oscars. It was that year's films. Film. Whatever. So I had like the years okay. wrong of what I was saying. So just to, you know, clear that up, um, whatever I said last week, I may at times have, you know, been you saying the, the yeah. Oscars of this were this. And you're okay. like, what? No, right. they weren't. Okay. That's, you know, whatever. <laughs> anyway. Uh, so we got a few questions, but, uh, you know, I'm not going to uh, <laughs> answer everything anyone says, but I think that some of the 
ones we got kind of, you know, came together in the, this one we got from Justin. Hey, Justin. Hey, Justin. So, um, and he said, uh, you know, so you guys took a trip in the Wayback Machine. And, <laughs> uh, and, he, and so here's his question, basically, in a nutshell, is he said, like, in 2000, okay. uh, movies were, like, among the top five grocers and, you know, considered for Oscars and stuff. And so you, you could be nominated and be, like, the biggest movies, whatever. Right. Um, and this continued until 2003. And after that top grossing films, uh, are not considered, uh, you know, and, right. uh, you know, going forward whatever. And so what do both of you think are, uh, factors contributing to this, uh, whatever. And so first of hmm. all, my first reaction is, okay. um, well, that's not really true. Uh, <laughs> it might've been a pattern, but so, um, so if, if if we look, so I had to go, right? Uh, <laughs> Justin made you do homework. I, I had I love to go, it. exactly. So my second reaction is, Justin, I've got my own crazy shit to <laughs> research, okay? I don't need yeah. I don't need to now figure out I love what it. did what and all this stuff. That's awesome. So actually, I went and looked. I went to Box okay. Office Mojo and yep. looked at some stuff. Um, so even if you go like a little bit farther back, and uh, and we'll try to like run through some of this pretty quickly. But yeah. If you go uh, to 98, right? Yeah. Uh, the biggest movies were Titanic, Armageddon, Saving Private Ryan, There's Something About Mary, and The Water Boy. Okay. So uh, you do have things that are, you know, getting Oscar attention, but yep. also you've got The Water Boy. Right. Uh, in, in 99, it was The Phantom Menace, The Sixth Sense, Austin Powers, Toy Story 2, and The Matrix. Yeah. And in 2000, it was How the Grinch Stole Christmas, Mission Impossible 2, Gladiator, The Perfect Storm, and Meet the Parents. So you do have Gladiator in there uh, anyway. Mm -hmm. And in 01, it was uh, Harry Potter and, and the Sorcerer's Stone, yeah. Shrek, Monsters, Inc., Rush Hour 2, and The Mummy Returns. Hmm. In 2002, it was Spider-Man, Attack of the Clones, uh, Chamber of Secrets, Signs, and My Big Fat Greek Wedding. In 2003, it was Finding Nemo, Pirates of the Caribbean, The Black Pearl, Matrix Reloaded, uh, Lord of the Rings, The Return of the King, and Bruce Almighty. So you are getting movies in there, right? I, I mean, Re Return yeah. of the King. It, sure. Um, right. You are getting stuff in there. In 2004, it was Shrek 2, Spider-Man 2, Passion of the Christ, Prisoner of Azkaban, and The Incredibles. Yeah. And 05, <laughs> it was Revenge of the Sith, Goblet of Fire, War of the Worlds, Narnia, and uh, Wedding Crashers. Wow, okay. And uh, if you go to 6, where we were kind of talking about, like 5 and 6 with The Departed and everything. Yep. If you go to 6, it was Pirates of the Caribbean, Dead Man's Chest, Cars, X-Men The Last Stand, The Da Vinci Code, and Superman Returns. And uh, The the Departed, which won, uh, is at 15. So it's not, yeah. uh, it's not too crazy far. Mm -hmm. So, uh, so basically Justin, no. Yeah. It might but, be, right. uh, like not, not in as uh, hard and fast a way as you said it, but in general, I would say, uh, Justin's completely right. Uh, the farther back you go, yeah. the more likely you are to have, uh, and maybe not the top five, 
And maybe if, like, let's say you uh, discount animated movies or, you know, stuff like that, whatever. But the farther back you go, uh, the more likely you are to have a movie at least nominated. Yeah. uh, That is pretty high up anyway in uh, highest grossing. And the closer you get to now, uh, the less likely it is. It's not like it never happens, but the less likely it is. um, And... Not only is it less likely, but also you'll get a lot of movies nominated that hardly made anything. Right. Uh, that had uh, virtually no release, um, you know, didn't even show up everywhere right. or something right. like that. You have like these artsy, like smaller things, um, you know, who went to see The Father right. anywhere this year, right. and, you know, and, and whoever will. Right, like even if you had the chance now that you know that it's been nominated and stuff and uh and so there is like totally this trend if you go back uh far enough i don't know about like the 2000s and the late 90s sure um but you know like you had titanic saving private ryan and you've got those movies that are going to show up but the nominees are not going to like really mirror dominate the the money yeah right but as you keep going back farther and farther there's always going to be like the big summer movies that make a lot of money that are that are not going to be but you're you know you're more likely so yeah that was so so the trend is really yeah it's uh, a bit is really there yeah even if it doesn't maybe exactly match up the years and the numbers or whatever right and uh you know it's hard to it's hard to say like why is that um, I think it's always actually been the same. Uh, I mean, it looks like there's a change, but I don't know that there's really a change. I don't think that there's a change in what gets nominated mm-hmm. except for certain crazy outliers like Mad Max, right? Right. If something just bizarrely and unexpectedly takes the world by storm, then it might also get nominated. Right. Uh, no matter <clears throat> if it's a screwy summer movie yeah. <laughs> right. that has, uh, I guess in general, no business being nominated at all. Right. But uh, you know, it looks like there's a trend, but I'm not sure that there actually is a trend. Um, I think that the trend that there is, is that, uh, more people make more stupid movies that have no chance of getting nominated right. that they spend a ton of money on and they know everyone will show up to. And then there's your box office there's that winners. Demographic, right? right? But none of those movies were ever going to get nominated. And the only thing that has changed over time as we've progressed is actually uh, how many big stupid movies there are that have huge budgets and uh, how many really big animated movies there are because they always make tons of money. Always. Uh, Any even remotely decent effort at an Mm -hmm. animated movie is going to take in a ton. Yep. And, uh, you know, you get anything like Harry Potter or Marvel Universe movies um, and, you know, Black Panther's dumbass nomination notwithstanding – superhero movies are not really going to get nominated a lot for best picture or anything. Um, and rightfully so. Uh, I think, I think, I think rightfully so you're not, um, the vast majority of the time, 
you are not making a movie when you make a superhero movie <laughs> that you expect to get nominated that you think that's true that you think actually deserves to get nominated or you know whatever it's kind of like the vast majority of the time that you make a fantasy movie mm-hmm. you're not actually making lord of the rings right, right. Now, sometimes you can make a superhero movie and maybe, you know, you make The Avengers. Right. And you're like, hey, man, that's actually a good movie. That's pretty good. And yeah. maybe you've got a point, right? right. And, and maybe that is a movie that could be nominated. But most of the time yeah. that you make a, a sci-fi <laughs> movie or a fantasy movie, that's not what you're doing. It's the you're, Ice Pirates. You're, you're not you know? trying to write a great script, <laughs> right? right? Yeah, you're not you're, trying to have everything in line for, uh, yeah. for winning Best Picture. Right. That's, that's not your game. You're right. trying to make three or four times as money. much money as you spend. Right. That's right. that's all that is. Yeah. Um, so I don't really think that there is necessarily actually been a shift in movies getting nominated. The same kind of movies get nominated uh, most every year in general, mm-hmm. right? The the same movies get nominated, and they're all movies that are not after bringing in giant crowds they're after winning awards they're after um i mean in the most cynical view they're after winning awards right they're after you know telling great stories and i think especially one of the things that's uh weird about thinking about this question is that really the movies that are most likely to get nominated for an academy award and like I said, uh, most likely, I mean, there'll be other things, but your most likely chance of getting nominated is if your theory of telling the story is that this is not for everybody. Right. <laughs> like yeah. this is a movie for certain people. They, they're not all the same people either. Yeah. Right. I mean, there's lots of, uh, Academy award nominated movies that are not for me. Right. But a lot of the other ones are exactly for me. Right. But uh, when you're trying to make money, you're trying to make the movie for everyone, right? As many people as possible. When Pixar makes a movie, they're not going, look, this isn't for everybody. (laughs) This isn't everybody's kind of story. Right. You know, whatever. But so, uh, you know, I don't know. I think over time, it's uh, it's like an illusion, really, that, uh, that anything has changed. Unless what you're talking about is that there's just way more money pumped into movies now. Yeah. And so they make more, they make so many summer blockbusters that there's no summer anymore, right? That they just come out whenever there's always these big movies. And, um, you know, now compared to, uh, back in 2000 or something when even then there were a lot of animated (laughs) movies coming out. Yeah. But now, oh yeah, now they're everywhere. They're always right? now they're yeah. and and they are just always going to make tons yeah. of money. If yeah. there's any chance that it's a legitimate, serious, big right. effort at an animated movie, right? They're going to make a ton of money, yep. and uh, all the things that come out that are not trying to win awards but trying to make money. There's just so much more of that coming out now that it's going to dominate the top of the box office list all the time. Yeah. So uh, I don't know. It's a tricky. It's a it's a matter of perspective, and I think you nailed it. I I understand his question, and not sure, not sure exactly from what starting point did you get? Because you're you know you start looking at things like early '80s, and you're like, yeah, the 
the, the think, stuff that was big. I, I think I'm sure it's a bell that's, curve. That's what we were talking about. <laughs> yeah. And it was, uh, you know, I think where we ended last time right. uh, was making fun of 2004 yeah, right. through 2006 yeah. <laughs> because there were so many movies on that list that no one's ever going to watch again. Right. Right. And uh, not only is no one ever going to watch again, but it's like the Spice Girls, man. It's like you can't yeah. even find the people who are still trying to champion it. You We're know, gonna, no, no one has yeah. ever uh, said, you know, what about Babel? Have you like looked right. at that recently? This is funny. You say this. <laughs> I We got into a discussion the other day with a friend of mine in the neighborhood. And I'm like, so we were talking about films. And in the bedroom, I brought it up. He's like, oh, I never, never saw it. I'm like, what about Sling Blade? Uh, what? And I'm like, these are films. And my point was there are films, because we were talking about the Oscars, there are certain films that matter within a window of time in and around the Oscars, and then they just fall off their resumes. But no one seeks out, I don't know anybody who's come up to me and been like, you're right, man, that Sling Blade film, that was slow, but good. Right. And I'm like, because I I caught up. It's about the performance in that. And maybe you watch Monsters Ball. Or, you know, there are films that in that eight-month window, if you missed it and it won the award, you might catch it in April. But if you don't, by June, you're not. Right. And it's it's just that kind of idea. So, And it's, uh, you know, it's like, um, it's like that year of yeah. uh, looking at stuff. And then no one cares anymore. Right. And there's there are so many like yeah. putting together all these years of <laughs> Oscar nominated movies. Yeah. There are so many movies on that list that you're looking at. No them. one is ever right. going to care about. No one right now would go. Yeah, that had to be like the right. movie that was that. Screw you so guys, man. Deserved Traffic, this nomination. You know? So. Yeah. Uh, so we'll we'll wrap up now. And thanks, Justin. Yeah. For, thanks, Justin. Uh, That's uh, awesome. Writing in. Um. But I, w- I am going to throw out, I so this all brought to a head where for 2005 and 2006, yeah. I went back and I was like, look, <laughs> look at how much the Oscars suck. Right. Uh, the right. Oscar nominees suck um, those years. So I'm going to go back and look at those years mm-hmm. and redo like the top list of right. what the movies are so that people realize that a yeah. bunch of good movies actually came right. out in those years. So yeah. uh, I'm going to have those up nice. on uh, RE screening so you can see. We'll, yeah. we'll look back with, with today's eyes right. on Which are always what better. is uh, yeah. what's still good, what <laughs> anyone cares about. Yeah. And so you can check out a bunch of movies. Uh, and like I said, when we first started, when I first started talking about all these Oscar nomination, nominations, which movies are you never saw it and you're fine. Yeah, right. <laughs> because no one cares. Right. And which movies are you never saw it, but hey, man, you should go see it. So right. I'm going to put the list together of uh, the best of those years. Right. And hopefully there are a bunch of things that I can convince you to go see. And yeah. it was actually fun to go uh, through some of them and go, oh, yeah, man. Mm-hmm. Like, And you know, the weirdest one for me uh, in doing that, because I'll throw it out. People can go see it. You can probably uh, watch it really easily is uh, Confetti. Do you remember that movie? No. It's Martin Freeman. So it's like people that... Wow, uh, I really don't. It's people that you'll know. It's this uh, bonkers, like kind of mockumentary style movie of three people, three couples and their weddings. Oh, wait. And it's like the guy wanted to make the most goofball, stupid... He wanted to find people who wanted stupid weddings. Yeah. 
And it was, you know, like one of them, uh, you know, they wanted to be married naked. And right. one of them, they wanted, it's like they were like tennis one. players. Yeah, it's right. like a crazy tennis thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. That movie I is, didn't remember it was that called That movie Confetti. is not in any way oh. like the greatest movie of the year. I think it was called anything, something right? else. I don't even realize it's called Confetti, but I know what you're talking about now. Yeah. Um, that and that movie is that's fun. Like I said, there in no way is that the best movie no, but, of the year, but it's easily or anything like that. People, yeah. But it's such a like lost little gem mm, that it's funny. like God. If that movie comes up, you know, people should watch it. And right. uh, you know, it, that was a long time ago. Now yeah. people are a lot more familiar with Martin Freeman, right, right than they than they were at the time. Yeah. And uh, and it's such a oh, weird. It's so British, and it's so yeah. like almost trying to be like a Christopher Guest, you know, one of those yeah. kind of Guesting, things. Yeah. And uh, and it's just so funny. Yeah. It's so yeah. like bonkers and funny, and, and fun. it's so great. The guy who is running it, right, mm-hmm. is so awesomely upfront. <laughs> about going, I'm trying to pe- find people who are willing to like really ruin their lives right. with the dumbest right. way. For me, <laughs> like it's they're so, going to do it anyway, but like I'm here. So, yeah, they're yeah. they're going to do, do it. it. So this I just want to film it. Plan. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Anyway, this. so uh, so look for my list of the uh, best of the year where the I will English have patient. where I will have little gems like that. Yeah, that right. you can see. Right. All right. Thanks for tuning in. We'll be yeah. back next week. Uh, please keep sending us uh, yeah. your letters and questions and everything. It's awesome. And uh, uh, we'll be back with more great treasures uh, next week. Yeah. Bye. Bye. Hey, listeners. On behalf of myself and Shane Leonard, we want to thank you for tuning in once again. The Are You Screening podcast is brought to you by areyouscreening.com and a lot of wonderful people who help us out. Surf over to areyouscreening.podbean.com or areyouscreening.com to find out how you can become one of them. All music used in our podcast is courtesy Andrew Lord. Once again, please, please, please subscribe, rate us on iTunes, review us on iTunes, and otherwise trick your friends into listening to us. Good night.